Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories. I'm your host, Dr. E, with Modern Manual Therapy, UpDoc Media, Edge Mobility System, and The Eclectic Approach. My co-host, Jason Shane from Shane Physiotherapy, is not with me today, uh, but a chiropractor that I follow on Instagram, Dr. Clay Sankey, had an interesting case that he posted recently, and I thought I would invite him on the podcast to tell us about it. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Yeah, my name is Dr. Clay Sankey. I'm a chiropractor in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I own a practice called True Motion Therapy. All right. So tell us about that runner that you saw recently. Yeah. So um, 27-year-old female uh, who runs occasionally, but recently started to increase her mileage. And she would get about two miles into a run and begin to get a headache at the base of her skull and tingling in all 10 toes. Um, she could usually gut it out for about a mile, but it would eventually get too uncomfortable, so she would have to stop. Um, as soon as she would stop, all the tingling in the toes would stop, but the headache would last most of the day. So we went through you know, typical exam. Cervical exam was relatively normal. Neuro of the lower extremity was also normal. Um, and uh, as we know, if someone has symptoms doing a specific thing, it's important to watch them do that thing. So we got her on the treadmill to watch her gait. And the biggest thing that stood out to me was that she ran with a hyperlordosis in her low back and an anteriorly tilted pelvis. And she had some excessive upper cervical extension as well. And th these were like postural deviations that she did not have just standing statically they appeared when she was actually running. Um, so, you know, the muscles in the cervical spine will likely, likely tighten up if she's overextended, leading to that tension type headache. Um, so, you know, adapting that type of posture while running will put, will likely put different stresses on the lower extremity as well. Um, so, you know, I strongly thought that her running posture was leading to her headaches and I don't know, maybe contributing to the tingling in the toes. I wasn't too sure. Um, so yeah, I wanted to make some changes to her gait. So yeah, if I'm gonna mess with someone's gait, I wanna cue it as little as possible uh, to not you know, muddy the waters too much. And I wanna give external cues whenever possible. So I just told her to angle her gaze down slightly. And you know, I said, if you're normally looking at the horizon, I want you to look at the ground 15 feet in front of you. Um, so, you know, typically the body follows what the eyes do. So by angling her gaze down, I was just thinking it would kind of set her neck in a better position, make room for you know, a better low back position, and then change, maybe change those stresses in the lower extremity. So, you know, we didn't have enough time to have her go through, you know, a, a full run in the office, but I said, you know, just work on that stuff. Let me know how it goes and, and I'll see you next time. So I saw her again a couple weeks later and, uh, she said that she was no longer having the headaches at all when she ran and that the tingling in the toes um, were com was completely gone, which I thought was a pretty cool, um, pretty cool response. So just that little cue uh, seemed to do a lot of good for her. Yeah, that's a great cue and uh, it's a good external cue as well. So 
Um, I think you bring up a good point in that when someone has a specific symptom or complaint in a specific activity, you actually need to do them, watch them do that. And so many people treat runners and maybe they don't run themselves or they don't actually watch them run, much less walk. Um, and, and I think that's really important. It may sound obvious, but you'd be surprised how many people just take your strength and range of motion and maybe even put you through something like the SFMA and never actually watch you do the activity that they're complaining about. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Um, but the last pro, uh, I have a pro tip too about that. If someone actually complains like two miles in, I've had people run two or three miles before their next appointment because it may, their, their form or their deviation or lack of motor control or endurance, it may not happen until they're actually fatigued. So sometimes I watch them run or I go out and watch them run because I don't have a treadmill my, at the gym anymore that I work at because it's a gymnastics facility. Uh, I go out and watch them run, but I may tell them, hey, you know, run two or three miles or five miles or 10 miles, whatever it is, when you finally feel the symptoms, because that's when you may actually see the deviation that you can potentially correct with a simple external cue. For sure. Yeah. I think I was a little bit lucky that she actually had that, you know, posture, uh, that static posture when she initiated her run. Um, you know, if it had been longer into the run, then yeah, we'd have to have her run a few miles. And, you know, like you said, if I would have just taken her through an SFMA and not watched her run, I would have been like, oh yeah, here are some things that we might need to work on, but you know, we, we would be just grasping at straws. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you might have found a lack of hip extension or something with MSE or, you know, cer totally. cervical flexion, but it might have not helped also, you know, like the corrective. So, right. Keep it simple, right? Exactly. Kiss principle. Right. Um, so, where can people find you on social media if they want to follow your work? Thanks. Yeah. Um, I'd say I'm most active on Instagram. You can follow me at true motion therapy. Uh, true is spelled without the E and then on Facebook, true motion therapy. All right. Hey, well, thanks. It was good meeting you. Um, a fellow climber. I'm not really a climber anymore. And this guy also has an awesome backpack. We basically almost switched backpacks and he said that he would have, and when he attended my seminar, he said that uh, he would have ended up with a lot, uh, cooler stuff. Fancy. Than I camera equipment and you would have yeah. been bummed out. I would have had whatever you had in your backpack, but not likely several cameras and laptop and tablet. Yeah. All right. Hey, it's good talking to you, Clay, and keep up the good work on Instagram. Thanks, Dr. E. Uh, same to you. I appreciate yeah. all the content you're putting out. No problem. And if you like this podcast, uh, make sure to subscribe on, and rate us five stars on iTunes. Check us out on Google Play, same thing. Uh, subscribe or rate. Rate us. Um, you can now even ask your Google Assistant to listen to Therapy Insider. Therapy Insider. Jeez. Just like Jason Shane now. I'm told to see your stories on uh, Google Assistant, and it will play and subscribe via that. Um, also, check out Edge Mobility System for all my ISTM products, a BFR cert, uh, several new products in the pipes. So um, subscribe via email on Modern Manual Therapy blog, themanualtherapist.com, so you don't miss any of those announcements or our daily blog updates. Check out all of our social media, modmt.com slash Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube, your social media platform of choice, and you have an awesome day.